Hello and welcome to the Bonus Stage Podcast. My name is Lucas Shin. With me, as always, is George Gessie. Hello. Sully Iqbal. With my trusty Game & Watch. Oh God, he's got a Game & Watch. Uh, and not Amy Betts this week. Amy um, just, just didn't want to do it. She uh, said, fuck this. Uh, she doesn't no. like us anymore. No, she didn't. Um, actually really offensive. Yeah, she was very, it was very rude. Um, no, uh, <laughs> here in the UK, if you do live in the UK, you'll realise that you can now go to a pub and you see people outside if you book. So Amy's, Amy's seeing people today, which fucking good because at least we can start seeing people. So she'll be back next week. But uh, mm. just us three, which is fine because we got a bunch of stuff to talk about anyway. Resident Evil showed off a bunch of shit. Nintendo showed off a bunch of really cool indie shit. Sully's played a little bit more of Oddworld, so we could finally have a little bit of discussion of that. Destiny, they're doing their annual class war, so uh, let's get hating. It's great. Uh, I'll tell more about that later on, but yeah, quite are literally. We over, are we overthrowing? So the... Oh no, it's literally class are we war. overthrowing so the bourgeoisie? We are. We are oh. bloody doing that. Hunter mains, let's go. And um, yeah, George, there's some FGC news that you're going to... You're gonna sprinkle onto us like a like yeah, a lovely little totally. bit of sprinkle on top of an ice cream. It's quite minor though. It's very very. It's not a lot of news. So it, rather than a hundreds and thousands, it's just like a hundreds. Just none of the two, thousands. mate. Just two. two. Just two. Cool. Yeah. Well, half fine. Like. <laughs> um, but before we start, I just want to let everyone know that you can write in at bonusstagefeedback at gmail.com uh, if you want to kind of ask us any topics or tell us your opinions on whatever we discuss and. Whether you agree with our yay or nay on the news, which is what we're going to kick off right now. This is our new section where we burn through the news super quickly and say, yay, it was good, or nay, it was bad. Kicking this one off with the Resident Evil showcase. Big old stream was about a half hour. They showed off Resident Evil 8, Resident Evil 4. Again. Bunch of other bits and pieces. So uh, let's start from the start with Resident Evil 8. They showed off a new trailer, talked a bit more about the gameplay, what do we feel about Resident Evil 8? George, I'm going straight to you for this one. Uh, I'm going to give it a big fat yay. Uh, I probably will play it when it comes out. Like some of the game modes and stuff look very cool. Mm. Uh, some of the characters obviously look very cool. Uh, <laughs> very tall. No, no more needs to be said. <laughs> <laughs> very tall. <laughs> very tall. <laughs> Sally? Uh, I'll, I'll be frank. I, I'm not going to play it, but it's a yay. It's a. I'm not playing it because it's spooky, uh, but it's a yay because just looking at the like clips and stuff online, it looks cool uh, and very tall. And very tall. I'm a big old yay for this. I, I I love Resident Evil and Resident Evil Eight looks fantastic. I I think only a few months back when I got my PS5, I actually played through Resident Evil Seven again because it's part of the PlayStation. Plus collection, mm -hmm. and I forgot how good that fucking game was. And I finally actually finished it this time, where before I never actually finished it. And I'm very excited for Resident Evil Eight because of it, because it's more of that style, but really infused with lots of Resident Evil Four visual, artistic kind of flair with it. Also, mm. Chris is really big and buff in this one, and seems like a big bad guy. And I like Chris, so uh, hopefully he's not a big bad guy, but uh, we'll find out because yeah. big boy Chris. <clears throat> Resident Evil 4 VR, they then spoke about. Do we give a shit about Resident Evil 4 VR? Um, if, if, uh, if Amy were here. Yeah, <laughs> if Amy were here, she, she would. Because she's our resident VR person. Yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, I think I, I really, truly, for me, they said Resident Evil 4 VR, and I was like, cool. 
I really hope this isn't the Resident Evil 4 remake project that I heard of. I hope they're actually doing that because I couldn't give a shit about VR at the moment. Oh my God. I did not even think of that. No. Oh, please don't. I, I, I think... <laughs> I forgot who makes Resident Evil. But Capcom. Capcom. Yeah, I just think Capcom. They're way too savvy to be... They know there's money on the table doing a proper remake for Resident Evil 4. Yeah. As they've seen from the last few games. And I'm really, really hoping you're right on that one, Sally. Because I saw this, I was kind of like, oh, this is the secret Resident Evil 4 project? And I got really kind of sad, and I was kind of like, but, but maybe, maybe, maybe. It's, it's just a weird little VR thing on the side, and we'll, we'll get the proper, proper one eventually, because I really like what they did with 2 and 3 Remake, and I, I really want that with 4. So, mm. fingers um, crossed, that's what it is. It, was this like a final trailer for the 4 VR? So there will be more on the VR thing at the, I think it's the Oculus Quest VR live stream a bit later on. It is an Oculus thing. It's, you, you've got to have a Facebook account to play this. Yeah. Sorry, guys. It's just one of those. It, it, uh, this sucks is watching you whilst you're shooting zombies. Yep. It's like, you missed one. It's like, what? Where did that come from? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd love for him to just be like, they've reskinned one of the enemies and it's just Zuckerberg coming towards you. Oh my God. <laughs> You can finally take like the, the bags off the chainsaw enemies and it's just Zuckerberg. It's like, ha! Oh, I'm going to chainsaw your, your data, you mad fucker. But you know what? If you're into VR, I'm sure this is really cool. But I Yeah, if you're into VR, it'd be cool. For me, it's not like a... Uh, again, especially for me, because it's spooky dooky. Uh, it's like, it, w- it wouldn't sell me on buying VR. But mm. I'm sure if you've got VR, it's cool. Yeah. Well, something that is Resident Evil, but not Spooky Dookie, is the return of Resident Evil's Mercenaries mode. So in Resident Evil 8, they're bringing back the... It's essentially a wave-based mode where you're, there's multiple maps. It's a bit like zombies. But you, you kill the enemies. The more you kill, the more time you get. The more They're adding a whole kind of upgrade system into this so you can get money and go to the vendor and upgrade your weapons and your perks. It feels like they've taken a lot of cool ideas from mm-hmm. Call of Duty Zombies and infused into it, which I'm very excited about because I really like Mercenaries mode. Mm. Would, you, would you dabble in that, Sully? I think it's part of Resident Evil 8, so you'd have to have 8. Mm. But if it, if it was like, yeah, here's if, 8, would you give it a go? If, yeah, I mean, if like they gave me 8 for free or if this Mercenaries thing they released as like a standalone, kind of like mm. how COD does with Warzone, I would mm. maybe like, oh yeah, I'll give that a go. Like... Especially if it's if it feels different to Call of Duty, because Call of Duty Zombies, obviously, is not someone who plays it very often. The it's a little bit more run and gun type mm. style, whereas I'd feel Resident Evil would be a little bit more like slow and methodical. Yeah, it's it, it's it does rack up a bit. It does the, the tension yeah, gets a bit high, yeah. but it's it's cool. I remember playing through Resident Evil Five's mercenary mode. A bunch with a friend during a weekend and we played through every one of the maps from like them all and yeah it was it was just dumb fun it mm. is resident evil at its campest but yeah that's really fun resident evil so mm. i'm very excited george you ever dabble in mercenaries mode or you, did this interest you at least uh i i actually haven't um dabbled in mercenaries Ooh. mode however it did it did tickle my pickle as my friend would say <laughs> Uh, I mean, this is a family show, George. What are you, you doing? You just said the F word, bro. <laughs> <Fuck off. laughs> no, nah, yeah, no, I'm genuinely like quite excited to play it because it just, I, it kind of feels like a nice little bit of respite from the game. Because if it's like mm-hmm. super like, you know, shoulders up tense while you're playing it, 
kind mm. of, it would feel kind of nice to just relax and just blast a couple of guys away from you, you know, in the shotgun. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I respect it and I probably will play it. Mm. No, I'm excited for it. So th- they also, during this live stream, said, hey, we got a demo. And then they went to explain how you can play the demo at certain <laughs> times of the day on certain days. And I'll be honest, it confused the fuck out of me and I probably won't play the demo because of it. But what do we think about this demo release strategy? Is this a cool thing or is this just a let me play the game kind of thing? I get what they're doing. I get what they're doing. Mm. Like, you know, you can play in the castle or you can play in the courtyard. I can't remember what mm. it actually was. Yeah, it's lie. like you can play in the village or you can explore the the, the castle and yeah. you can split your time between the two if you wanted but, to. But you can only select one at a time, mm. right? Mm. So it, yeah. I mean, it's kind of cool because it makes it a bit exclusive on the first pass. It's like, yeah. oh, are you going to be in the cat? Oh, I'll, get, I'll try out the village. It's like, okay, that no, that is kind of cool. But then everything else is like, why, why isn't it just? Why is it specific day? Why do I only have yeah. eight hours to play a demo? Yeah. yeah. What if I'm doing something that Saturday afternoon? Yeah. Yeah. You mean I can't play your demo because of it? And I, those sort of things annoy the shit out of me. Yeah. Especially that a demo should be selling you on the game. So just let people yeah, exactly. play it in their own time because that's how people play games. Hmm. So I, I I get the whole um, once you start the demo, you only have an hour to play it. They've done that on the Resident Evil 2 demo. Yeah, that's fine. I, I do like that kind of idea because then like you're choosing your time, you're enjoying it, but you're not playing too much to spoil the game. Yeah, exactly. All cool. But uh, the <clears throat> the literal physical human time of day in the world shit, I hate that. Yeah, that's a and, bit, uh, that seems a bit annoying. Yeah. Though I, I think I know the reason for it because... I think the developer just after they talked about that is kind of like, and feel free to stream this and post clips online. And you're like, yeah. oh, you want to get everyone talking about it at the exact same time. That's why you're doing this. Hmm. Yeah. I get, yeah, that's, I mean, from a marketing standpoint, I can see where they're coming from. Yeah, massively. It's, it's hey, all the streamers will be playing this game because they have to play it during this window. Yeah. So on Twitch, the numbers will be up if people are playing it. That's true. Oh. I get it. I hate it, but I get it. Annoyingly, like mm. like a lot of industry shit. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I'll give them that. Mm. So, uh, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing people's reactions to the demo. I think I'm just going to wait to get the game because yeah. for me, I'm buying this game. I, I played the weird Maiden demo that they released on the PS5 and just the tone seemed super cool. And yeah, I want to see that tall woman stab me in the face. I'm all for that. Let's let's have a go. I'll watch the game. for that. Yeah. Yeah. You can watch our game. You can you can watch us play it, Sully. <laughs> exactly. I'll watch you guys get stabbed Stream by it. the tall lady. Yeah. Also, just I know this isn't a game thing, but it was part of the whole reveal. Uh, the Netflix series that they've made oh, for sure. Resident Evil it's called oh, Infinite yeah. Darkness. Oh. They showed a, a little bit of clip, a little trailer for that. Um, it's using the same voice actors and kind of character designs and models of Leon and Claire from Resident Evil Two Remake. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of set after that period. I do, not gonna lie, I am quite interested in this. I didn't realize it was a series. I thought it was just like a CG movie that they were doing. I think it's set but after Resi 4 as well. It might be set after Resi 4, yeah. Because mm. the president, is, it all happens in like the, the White House and the president is the the father of the girl that you're saving in Resident Evil 4. So it's kind of all tying back into itself with that. I mean... The dialogue looks campy and cringy as fuck, but I, well, I couldn't give a fuck. It's video game dialogue. Yeah, it's, it looks like it's written by a video game developer, it, and then they sent it to an animation studio and went, animate, please? It's the, it's the tweet you retweeted 
earlier this um, week um, where uh, the, the, the script, it's like, Hey there, yeah. hey there, little <laughs> brother. I can't believe it's been three months. I can't, I haven't seen you in three months. I can't believe it's been five years since dad died. Since mom, yeah. <laughs> it's like the most video game thing of just exposition, exposition. Yeah. Let's tell everyone exactly what's happened and what they've missed. Let's not be subtle about it. But I don't know, I think it'll be like a, a dumb, fun little romp and it's Netflix so everyone can watch yeah. it. I think it's a cool idea that they're doing it. And yeah, I mean, it's a yay from me. But I, it's not going to like a, hey, this is going to be cool. It's a, yay, I'm going to drink some beer and watch this. Well, and will, just it be, will it be yeah. Resident Evil 4 Armageddon? Will it be Resident Evil Armageddon? The only Resident Evil movie I've watched. <laughs> no, it won't be. But they are actually rebooting the live action stuff. And there was like, within this even, sorry, another little non-gaming thing, they were like, oh, and an update. It's now finished filming and we're working on the CGI. And you're like... Great. You don't need to tell people that. Okay. Just say it's coming out next year. That's just how. Just, no one needs. No one cares. Like, yeah. We used game assets. <laughs> no, it's it's so silly. But I mean, it feels like a very um, very Capcom, and I know that's quite a Japanese way of yeah, yeah. informing people about like the status. They do it sometimes in was it Famatsu. The magazine over there, they do like the game is sixty seven percent finished. Yeah. It's a very obscure way of doing it from like our culture side of things, ah, but right. it's just it's just something they do, which mm. I do find a bit charming. But it's yeah. it's just a bit weird from our standpoint. True, but mm. yeah, that was the Resident Evil showcase. Overall, what do you guys think about it? it? Has it got you excited for more Resident Evil stuff, or I mean, specifically George, I guess more than Sally I'm excited for it. you guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the, okay. Oh, I'm going to come clean, right? Oh. The last Resident Evil game that I played was Resident Evil 5. I mean, I love 5. It was a while ago. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying it was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, But this game has kind of, you know, it's it's made my ears prick up a little bit. It's like, oh, this is kind of interesting. (laughs) Maybe it might be a a case of, because it's kind of how I treat horror films. Mm-hmm. I usually like to treat a horror film with like loads of friends and like beers and just like enjoying the film. Mm-hmm. Like try like, oh, how scary is it gonna be? Yeah. Sometimes like taking the piss because I know I'm getting scared. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so like so maybe I might it might be one of those things where I have to play it with somebody just to get yeah. that kind of same feeling. Mm. Um but mercenaries mode. I'm down for it. I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. What, 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 you know, what about you? What do you reckon? Oh, I'm super excited. I, I'm. This comes out in only a couple of weeks at this point. Ooh. I think it's the seventh of Is May. It? it comes out seventh yeah, of May. May. It's really creeped up Ooh. on us. Damn. I think seventh, seventh or eighth, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's very, very soon. So I'm excited. This will be the next kind of AAA game I'm buying and yeah. absolutely consuming as as fast as possible because I want this and I, I would recommend George and. Sully, if you're feeling brave, uh, play Resident Evil 7. You have PS5, so you have it. Oh, for yeah, sure. The, the yeah, collection. I will download it. Um, it's a very cool game. It runs really well. looks really pretty, especially for kind of how old it is at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you if you like the feel of that, especially the opening section, the, the, essentially the mansion section, mm-hmm. um, I think you'll enjoy this because it it's very mm-hmm. cool. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, that's, that's the Resident Evil showcase. Nintendo also did a showcase of a bunch of cool indie games. Yeah. So I've written a few down that I like the look of from watching through it. You guys jump in and tell me yeah. 
if there's any that I've missed along the way. But uh, the first one that kind of stood out to me was Road 96, that procedural story game. It was all, it was like first yeah. person and you could make different decisions along the way that seemed to quite extremely change what happens in your experience of that story. Like you, you could be on a bus that a police officer is trying to shoot someone or you could be in the back of a cab going a completely opposite direction just based on one decision. Yeah. At least that's what the I got from that trailer. What did you guys think of that? I missed that trailer. So What? Oh, my lord. Here we go. I joined a little bit later. um, Hell. Because George messaged, oh, do you want to showcase? Oh, when is it? Now. Now. (laughs) (laughs) So the first trailer I saw was Ariel Knights. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I did catch the first one. Hmm. And um, it made me think, right? It, It kind of made me feel like this is why indie games are so good and why they're so mm-hmm. cool because yeah. they're like willing to explore stuff like this to, you know, for the, oh my God, I'm so bad at speaking. I swear to God. <laughs> so dumb. Um, but yeah, no, Sorry, it looks really good. It looks cool. It looks very fascinating. Mm. And whereas like, I don't know if I'll play it, but I'd like, it'll be one of those, I'm sure it'll be one of those rabbit holes where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to watch like all the endings or something or like yeah. or if I did this what would happen if this happened you know mm-hmm. mm. proper YouTube I feel, rabbit hole yeah I, I, I think I will play this game I like the look of it I'm, I'm guessing it's coming to other platforms other than Switch mm-hmm. it's like I'm really hoping it comes to PlayStation so I can give it a go even if it's further down the line but the idea that it's generally a game where whatever decision you make the story just keeps going but the story can change rather drastically mm. I'm interested to see if it's one of those games where your ending can be wildly different mm-hmm. or if it's the sort of thing that they're, they're just branching narratives that all feed into the same ending. Mass Effect. Mass Effect style. Mm. And they, they did have a line in that saying all roads lead somewhere, but mm. I don't know if it's like all roads lead to the same somewhere <laughs> or are they different a somewheres? Because <laughs> it was like, it, they threw up a, a stat, something that's like, there's something like 190 or thousand different yeah. permutations Ooh, and decisions, mental. which is which is huge. So obviously very playable if the story is interesting enough, and you could probably get a very different story making different decisions early on. Hmm. So I like this. I like that indie games themselves can do something that's this this large feeling. Yeah. Like that that doesn't seem like a small studio should be able to pull off something like that. I mean, like. Don't get like a little part of me is getting No Man's Sky vibes of look how much procedural stuff we yeah. can do, and then you get it, and it, it's not that. Yeah. And I really mm. hope it's not. I re- I hope it's current No Man's Sky, yeah. which is kind of like look at all this cool procedural stuff, and it all really works. Yeah. So my fingers are crossed for it. I'm definitely going to keep an eye on Road ninety six. Mm-hmm. So big old yay from me. The second game is a game that I've actually, we've actually been keeping our eye on for a while, Aeronites Knights Never Yield. We spoke about this game yeah. very early on in our podcast, oh, yes. this podcast life, when, back when we did um, an episode dedicated to black indie creators. This was one of the big ones that came up. Mm. And at the time, we all went, this looks like a side-scrolling Miles Morales game. It yeah. looks fucking banging art style-wise. And it looks even cooler now. Yeah, like, so he's sick. doing a really cool job with it. And how, when he... I was like, oh, it's this really banging theme tune. The music came on. I was like, yes. this music is banging. The music oh my was god. Like, I might buy this for the music. Even even if yeah. I don't lo- even if I'm not good at it, I'll buy it for the music. Mm. <laughs> I I am I really like the look of this. This feels like a game that if I had a Switch, I would be playing it because 
I don't know if it, it's the sort of thing I want to sit there on my couch and play, but sides runner games, they seem perfect for yeah. kind of short bursts on the train yeah. with my Switch or in the back of a car or whatever. I mean, Sully, you seem quite into it. George, what are you thinking about this game? Uh, uh, oh. I mean, I, I don't know. No, it's fine. I think uh, I it'll be, it kind of reminded me of a game, right? That I, <laughs> it feels horrible for saying this, but it reminded me of a game that I played on my phone once. Like <laughs> quite extensively. Is this oh, yeah. where you're just like you're side scrolling, like running from right to left and jumping over obstacles and stuff? Uh, or am I thinking of something left, else? Sorry, yeah, no, left, right, jump over obstacles, but it's also like set 3D style. So it's, yeah. I think you move 2D wise, but the camera moves around in the 3D space and there's ah, like, okay. things going on. Okay, maybe a bit different to the game that I was playing on my mobile phone. <laughs> yeah. But that, that's the that's sort of thing. Like, I think this could easily be a mobile game. It has that kind of aesthetic. And yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if he put it out it on mobile yeah. further down the line. Yeah, not that even that not that, that takes it away from anything no. either. Like, you know, this mobile game that I was just about to talk about was like crazy the amount of time I sunk into it because yeah. it was just <laughs> so like engaging. So cool. I was like, yeah, I just need to play it. Mm. But um like, yeah, it looks cool. It, it, it looks like a game that maybe Apple Arcade should be like, hey, we should get you on this platform. Because mm. Apple Arcade's whole thing is like, we have these cool games that no, have no microtransactions and that kind of stuff. And, and this game looks like it would be a great choice I, for that. So I do play Apple Arcade, use Apple Arcade. Do you? Uh, I will have to the trial. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I haven't tried it yet. Maybe we'll have to chat about that yeah. at some point. But no, I like the look of this. And yeah, I'm interested. Uh, the next one that kind of tickled my... Pickle, if George was to Let's go. get creepy with it. Um, <laughs> last stop. Uh, it's an Annapurna game, and it, it just looks really interesting. I like Annapurna stuff normally. They're very artsy, story-focused. Yes. This was the one where it looked like there was multiple characters, and they had swapped bodies. Yeah. At least that's the impression that I got first of all. Like Freaky Friday, but freakier. Yeah. But and English, yeah, because they were like, yeah. "All right, mate." Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh Which, yeah. yeah, yeah. The yeah, other yeah, one yeah. was the one without faces, because they were releasing. Mm. Like two games, two games. That's what confused yeah. me. I was like, which one? Yeah, because they didn't really like the. It didn't really end the trailer and start a new one. It was kind of like it faded to black. Was, oh, more's gonna happen, and then it was like a different game. Yeah, was it like, was so dumb. <laughs> I like that. That was like my one takeaway from this whole showcase. It was like it would have been a bit nice if you had a bit of breathing room between more of the games because they just blended into one towards the end. They didn't do what Nintendo usually does, where it's like. Blah blah. I will go and it's the the red and blue, the red and white. And it's like and to, into our next game. Blah blah blah. And it like does the yeah. arrows into the next one. Mm. No, it, they just kind of really so jump from one to the other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I, I did like the look of it. I mean, I really yeah. like Annapurna Games. They are publishing one of my most anticipated games of this year, if it still comes out this year, called Twelve Minutes. I oh yes, yeah. so I game remember. To come you, out. That's right. You were you I've been were raving about that last year. Yeah. Still am. Um, I'm very excited because that voice cast is now absolutely awesome. But I, that's only coming to, I think, Xbox and Windows platforms, Oof. at least currently. Um, which is like, honestly, by the time that game eventually comes out, because it's it's been delayed a bunch, yeah. I'll probably have some form of Xbox uh, platform yeah. that I can play it on. Or if it's in the cloud thing, I'll do the cloud streaming mm-hmm. with it because it, it's not a Twitch game, so why not? Yeah. Um, but Annapurna, they, they definitely focus on these small-scale indie story-based games, Do, and I'm a fan. Watching this made me want to go and buy Florence, and if it's still on sale, I might go buy it. Florence? It's uh, it's one of their games. It looks kind of like it's hand-drawn. 
Right. Um, Let me have a look. Um, I'm pretty sure it's them. Um, yeah, it is Annapurna. It looks like it looks like a drawn French film. Yeah. I don't know why, but like you're basically living Florence's life. Oh, it's a mobile. I have seen this game. Yeah, yeah and they released on... it on the Switch. Um, okay. But it was on sale a few days ago, and I forgot to buy it. Uh, even if it's not on sale, I'll probably pick it up. But mm. No, the, the, that is a very pretty looking game. Yeah. And one that I think once I get back on trains, once the world opens up again, yes. I'll get so I can play it on my phone on yeah. those work because it looks really cool. No, that's a great shout, Sally. Um, next one that came up on my list was Oli Oli World. Yo, I need this game. Have you have you played any of the other Oli Oli games? I've There's not, been two so far. But seeing this, and then when he was like, "If you want less of a challenge," I'm like, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not not because, not because the game the game looks like it's super hard, at least from what they showed. But like, it feels like it'd be like a nice like I can chill play this. Mm. If I'm watching or listening to a podcast, play this whilst I'm listening to that. Hmm. I I I really like the look of Oli Oli World. I I like the art style in this as well. Yeah. It I, it looks different I, for some reason. In memory, Oli Oli One and Two were very pixel arty. I might be mm-hmm. wrong about that, but that's I think I had one of them on my Vita back when that yeah. was a console you could publish to. Can't do that anymore. Oh. But um. Yeah, I, I I liked those games, but I didn't play tons. But this has taken it in a new direction, and I was very into this. I, I really like the look. It looked really George, cool. what did you think of Oli Oli World? I'm just having a quick recap in my head. Quick recap yeah. of it. Yeah, I just trying to remember it. what it looks like. Um, no, it looks cool. It looks cool. I think, right, and I don't want to like be a, like a downer on things. Mm-hmm. No, it's fine. But I think this is my first proper like introduction to indie games. Yeah, oh. I mean, because like I, I've I've seen the odd indie game. I've watched the indie game documentary. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> these are my credentials, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I but, am um, indie gaming. <laughs> we have a junior position open. It's fine. Oh, Here you go. God. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, like it, it, Ollie Ollie looks good, right? But yeah. um, I think it's my my taste isn't catered towards indie games, mm. and I kind of feel like. Like an asshole for saying that. No, and that's really I, not a problem. I mean, man. you only have so much time and money. Like yeah. you, true. you will buy and play what you like to fill that time and within your budget. So that's that's true. That's true. Hmm. I I always like to look at the whole indie versus AAA thing in the context of movies as well. Like, mm. not everyone likes indie movies. They they go to cinema to enjoy big old blockbusters and other yeah. people like both. Other people exclusively like indies. It's yeah. really, it's just your taste. And that, that's what's so good about games and films and everything is that there is such a wide variety that you don't have to like everything. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is true. And no one should really judge you for not liking one over the other. It's just whatever you fancy. Yeah, I think, right, like an indie game I played not long ago because uh, it's free on PlayStation, was en- mm. Enter the Gungeon. Yes. Right. Yeah. Is that an indie game? I think it's an indie game. Yeah. Yeah. I would call that an indie felt game. felt like an indie game. And I played through the first bit, and I was really enjoying it, and then I died, and I was like, oh, okay. And then it took me to the beginning. I was like, mm. oh, yeah. shit, is this what a roguelike is as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. It's like a full, <laughs> it's like a proper roguelike. You die. It doesn't Enter the Gungeon, you change weapon when you die. No, you oh, I just made it as well. Else. 
I thought I think you can just re-choose a different character. I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. I remember hearing a lot about it when it came out, but but I remember doing exactly what George did. I played a bit of it. I was kind of like, that's cool. People will love this. It's not really my cup yeah. of tea, but I got it on PS Plus. So like as soon as the, the competitive scene get it, they're like, right, I need to make sure it's completed mm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I died, I was like, all right, bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> Three in the afternoon, but uh, that's me yeah. done. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. See you in the morning. Uh, the next one that came up for me on this indie showcase was one called Chris Tales. Not Crisis, it was Chris Tales. It was... My notes for this was time manipulation RPG, cool art. And fuck yeah, that looks cool. It looks like a turn-based oh, JRPG, yeah. but not a JRPG. Oh, we could like go be. back in time. And yeah, like, it was you like, can yeah, them you can make them younger and older and <laughs> yeah. fight them. You, you can literally make them kids and murder them so they never get too strong. Or you could age them forward so you could like <laughs> stab in the back as an old person if you oh, wanted God. to. That's like, such a that great idea, concept. It's, it's such a cool concept. And like the art looks really nice. The design looks cool. It's a big old RPG, probably, and I don't think I'll ever complete it, but I would definitely want to give it a go and play it because it looks Yeah, it looks like a really mm. cool... It, it's coming out everywhere, it looks like. Plays Ooh. PS4, but this is this is going off Google, so mm. sometimes I just list everything. Yeah. But it looks like it might be coming to PS5. Awesome. Then I would definitely give that a go when it comes out. Or at some point when it comes out because yeah I like the look of it one that I like the look of even more though was Aztec Forgotten Gods you see and my my only note for this was metal as fuck you see I was I, I wasn't too sure I love this look and I love the idea mm. uh, I just don't think it's my kind of game like I get what you mean big boss monsters and going through and changing up your weapons and stuff mm. I don't think that's see, that- me but look- see that that's what appealed to me was oh I'm this person with a cool fucking arm I want to beat the shit out of some essentially gods mm-hmm. and then change my weapon for the next one yeah mm. it I, I like the look of it I like the the style and it feels like it's a not an art style but like a culture that you don't really see too yeah. much in games like Aztec stuff yes yeah, yeah. it's really true. cool but you don't see a lot of it Wait, um, which was George what, what was you thinking that yeah. was um because when I was watching the showcase I was like live texting. Yeah, guys as well. Yeah, mm. it was when that one came on. I was like, "How? Like, it, why are these indie games looking so good?" Yeah, like in my my stupid dumb boy brain is like, indie game means <laughs> not a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. that game itself looked like it looked like it could contend with like big companies. Man, it looked like it was better than Balance Wonder Tale. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what a terrible game <laughs> trash um, game uh, but I, I think part of that is just down to the tools that everyone has access to yeah. now. the fact that there is no barrier to entry to Unreal or to yeah. Unity anymore and yeah. you have those pipelines that big studios have and you don't need to pay for that until your game turns a, essentially a profit yeah. especially from an indie perspective mm. it's I think that's why games are looking so good and people have these tools that allow them to do things quicker so they can focus on those art styles and focus on those designs rather than having to go, ah, shit, we need to code run cycles. We need to code the way... It's it's so much... The little bit that I dabbled in Unreal, I made a side-scroller. It wasn't a good one, Mm. but I made one. And it was kind of like, fuck. All right, if I can do that with knowing very little about this kind of stuff, you get people that know their shit. They can make Mm. some extraordinarily cool stuff without needing thousands of people That's yeah exactly so cool. 
Um, so yeah, before we move on to the next game you have on the list, because I feel like that's going to be a wider discussion. Uh, yeah. There was two that I wanted to bring up. Uh, one, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, like beat him up. Amazing. Uh, Sick. Re- See, I couldn't give two shits about that. Ninja Turtles, baby. What do you mean, and beat bro? Him up. <laughs> I, I literally saw it, and then the guy goes, yeah, we're going like the old traditional pixel art style, and that's when I just went, skip. Nah, man, have <gasps> you not? Give two shits. Oh, have you not Lord. gotten three other friends and played through a beat him up side-scroller? Yeah, it's chaos on screen. Yeah. It's fine, but I, I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest TMNT fan. I mean, Sorry, I like- wait, 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 wait. What the? What did you just say? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest. Turtles, dude, yeah. dude, the, yeah, dude, their dads are rat. Yeah, dude. Yeah, exactly. They're turtles <laughs> with some ninja weapons. Exactly. Which is a coolish exactly. idea. You but know what how about? You know what you just, just give said. me a cool fucking game. You know what you've just said? said. You've literally just admitted that you don't even like pizza at all. <laughs> <laughs> You've admitted you don't like... I mean, it's fine, pizza. It's, it's just you've cheese admi- bread. You've admitted... Oh, it's just cheese oh bread. <laughs> you've admitted you don't like Will Arnett. <laughs> <laughs> we mean Batman. Yeah, Batman's um, Yeah, I, I mean, it looks cool. Uh, I might get that. But yeah, it, it'd be like a fun like family thing. Maybe once we're back to like proper normality and all my cousins can come around and we can play games and shit stuff. Um, that yeah. might be a nice one to play. Mm. Um, the other one, which is a weird one, but I really, I was like, because it came out as soon as they announced it. I was like, I was on the fence of buying it. I've not bought it yet, but I'm still thinking about it. Is The Longing, which oh, is the, the one longing. where you're this creepy little dude and you have to, oh. wait, for, you have to wait 400 days for <laughs> the king to wake up. Yeah. It, it it like I I I was just like how how did you make that into a game? Like your the purpose of the game is to wait four hundred days. Like also the time is real time, but also you don't have to wait four hundred days. So, oh my so, god! So there's probably a way of making it go faster. Yeah, but as you're playing, the thing will count down in real time. So it's essentially it's essentially a survival game where you just have to last 400 yeah. days. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was mm. the art style looked really it, it looked like I don't know. It was all hand drawn it looked. Like. Yeah, I mean I like the art style. The art style is creepy and gothy. Yeah. And I like all that, but the little dude the, the, the concept of the game is what I don't like about the it. The little dude was like yeah. ugly cute as well. So mm. I was like, oh. Yeah, he, he looks like a kid that has old man hair. Yeah, so I'm like, oh. I just kind of want to pet you. Yeah. Like, oh, you poor child or man. 75-year-old man. I don't know which one. All <laughs> a Both? kid, a cute kid that has old man hair. I don't understand that image. I can't see it. Yeah, all right. Anyone that's listening, just uh, Google The Longing and just yeah. click uh, on Google Images. George, I'm about to drop you the image in the chat. The because ugly little uh, thing. I love is, it. Uh, I loved him, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's got this like long creepy nose, these beady yellow eyes. I, I, it's it's cool. It's creepy though, and uh, yeah, you know what? I like a bit of creep sometimes. It's kind but... of like an uh, like a raven, <laughs> old man. Mm-hmm. Old man, hey, you know where they're bald at the front and yeah. they got the wispy shit at the back? <laughs> wow, that's 
a told man here right there. Well, yeah. Um, those are the other two I wanted to bring up. Um, hmm. I, I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff announced. Mm, that I yeah, like that there was a very rapid fire with these. Um, I yeah. really wish they bought the dinosaur game from PlayStation. Oh, it's the Switch. The oh, dinosaur. The dinosaur. The dinosaur. Dinosaur high one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which well, we've not heard about since. No, uh, cancelled. Which is yeah. disappointing. I also I don't know where the cat game has gone. I want to play as a cat. I mean, the cat game is Annapurna, so we'll get that at some oh my point. God, in the how many games are they making, man? Mate, I don't know. So like they're, Annapurna they're also an, do films and stuff an as well. Indie studio. <laughs> Well, that's the sort of thing. Annapurna are just a publisher, yeah. so they just publish lots indie of games. these small indie yeah. games. So they're just kind of managing and selecting ones, yeah. and giving them some marketing. Yeah. It's, I, it's it's really kind of cool. I like what they're doing, and they're focusing. They have a very specific kind of feel to a lot of their games, yeah. which which are just here's a cool story rather than here's a bunch of madass gameplay. Yeah. Mm. And I think it, that, that works for me. So anytime I hear those their name, I'm like, you know what? I will give that a go. Yeah. Even if I haven't heard what the fucking game is. Fair but yeah, enough. no, it's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. But I mean, there was one other one. There was the, I mean, there were two more. Do you want to talk there were two about other the ones. last one? Because Amy's yeah. not here, so we'll talk about it first. Yeah, Oxen, Oxenfree 2, they kind of uh, announced the, the sequel to Oxenfree. I, I, that is a game that is on my backlog. I don't have a big backlog. And I think before I said I didn't have a backlog, but uh, I just remembered I haven't played that game yet. And it's just sitting there on my hard drive, connected to my PlayStation. And I was like, I will get around to playing <laughs> this at some point. I know it's meant to be fucking good. And yeah, Oxen 3 2 looks like more of the same. If you like Oxen 3, which a lot of people do, I'm sure mm. there's lots of very excited people out there. Yeah. What about you guys? Did, did it? Uh, I've, did never, it I've never played it. I've heard it was good, but that's yeah. all I can say about it. That's literally that what Sully said, but minus never heard of what oxen free is <laughs> so Damn. when they were like oxen free too i was like big old thumb up like i don't know like uh, okay <laughs> cool i'm sure people yeah. are gonna love it yeah mm, like everything i heard about the game was the writing was the best part of it mm -hmm. mm. like the, the the writing was like oh this is how human people talk not how video games <laughs> talk which that's good was Hel hello there little brother <laughs> uh, but yeah, the other one, House of the Dead Remake. Yes. On Rails yeah. Shooter, House of the Dead Remake. We no longer have to pop little coins into a yeah. machine. You can just whack your switch on the TV. I hope. George, oh. this excited you, didn't it? It did excite me because it reminded me of the, all those times I went to <clears throat> the Showcase Cinema as a kid mm. and there would always be a huge arcade cabinet for yeah. that game and it always came okay. with two shotguns that were like pump yeah. loaded and I was like this game looks terrifying I can't play it I'm not old enough and then the more mm. and more I went to the cinema and the more I grew up I was like I need to play House of the Dead this looks yeah. really cool and it is cool man it's I'm so cool it's fun uh, I I love that like, the machine itself just got more and more decrepit over the years because they never cleaned it yeah. and they never updated it. Um, I think <laughs> Pretty I, much. I, I texted George as this came up. It's like, this will be amazing if they make it so you can use the Joy-Cons as yeah. the guns. Um, they have to have done that, right? Yeah, I mean, For it sure. would be a completely wasted opportunity to not do so. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks cool. I... I'll be honest, I, I played it a bit at a couple of arcades and 
on the rails stuff doesn't normally get me hot under the collar. I enjoy them a bit, but the only real place I've played them are in the arcades. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, you nicked five quid out of me yeah. and I, I barely passed the first yeah. level. Fuck you, I'm not playing anymore. Uh-huh. But mm. did you, mm. um, do you guys ever play Time Crisis on the PlayStation? I, I did actually. I yes. actually did. And it was nowhere Fuck, near I as forgot fun. about Yeah, it, because you didn't have the gun, you didn't have the pedal. Yeah, but, mate. That that gun, right? It's 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 on my like bucket list to have a Time Crisis Two cabinet, like just <laughs> the gun that like actually like cocks back every yeah. time you shoot it. Yeah, and that you feel that pedal. hammer go in. Oh, mm. Ma- oh it oddly mate. feels very good as a gun feel. Goes. Yeah, it's very weird. It's like it's 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 a video game. It's a controller. It shouldn't feel that nice in the hands. Literally. I'm like, looking uh, for oh, Tom Crisis two cabinets. It's like two grand. It's like two or oh, three grand. Oh. Yeah, I've you know what? I thought, it, I thought it would be more. I thought it would be. More. I thought it would be more. So, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Oh, now I need to think. Now you've made me question my answer. <laughs> now, now you're like, do I buy a computer or do I sell my bed and have a time crisis? <laughs> I'll sleep but, on the floor. You know, like it made me think. Like this is where like the discussion topic kind of came in, and mm. it was like. What happened to like rail shooter games? They seem to be super popular in the nineties, apparently. <laughs> and yeah. They just kind of like just kind of disappeared, you know. I, I think it's w- the moment uh, two analog sticks appeared on controllers. Mm. They realized they no longer had to like, lock you in place, yeah. and you could just walk around, and it made it a bit more engaging. Yeah, I think that's what it was. That and the death of the arcades, because oh. they. Mostly were designed to kind of like keep you wanting a bit more and to pop those coins yeah. in, mm. as a lot of arcade games were. So that's true. I think that's what it is. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like, I do like the idea, and it would be cool to get some like indie on rails shooters. There is actually one called. It was on the PS4, and it had terrible reviews because apparently it was a very misogynistic game. But, oh uh, god. Oh. I, I remember playing the demo of it and thinking, "Oh, that's that's a bit rough," but. It was an on-the-rail shooter that used the um, DualShock 4 gyros as like, the ah, shooting. So you held it on its side and you pulled ah. the trigger with your finger. And, that. and it was like, it was implemented relatively well. I mean, they're not the most accurate yeah. gyroscopes. And the moment you kind of moved out a bit, it didn't really work. Like, like you, so imagine putting your this hand way. with the, the handles either side of it. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ! No, I right, we'll discuss okay, this. Later. Maybe it's not. not very good for the podcast. Like I'm really bad at this. Sorry, I was really just holding up my really PS5 bad. controller. Like <laughs> <don't understand. laughs> I thought he did it right. <laughs> Do you mean like like a proper like pistol grip? Like it, grab? Yeah, you could do it like that, I guess. But you could also grab it from underneath and use it as like that, like that. Yeah. Oh, like got that. it. Hey. Oh, <laughs> there you go. But <laughs> that's so that, stupid. So, so that was like part of the thing. It, it kind of worked, but. It, it was kind of a bit shit. And I think it was that sort of thing where you don't really have on the rails games anymore. Mm, yeah. Because they are far less engaging because you miss, I, I think the agency of someone doing those actions mm. kind of draws you in a bit more than just, I'm on a rails. And you know, I would just shoot random shit. It makes you think, right? Like with the, with the, with VR becoming so much bigger than it is, well, than it was. Mm what's stopping like I don't I actually don't know who developed Time Crisis was it Namco it's Namco Namco 
Yeah. What's stopping What's stopping Bandai Namco from like making a Time Crisis Six that is VR? I mean, you know, um, the, that'd be. I don't know if it was the people who made Until Dawn, but they made an Until Dawn VR um, rail shooter, roller coaster, but like roller yeah. coaster shooter, sh- sh- shooter type Cotton deal. Coaster. Mm. Yeah, so it was set in the world of Until Dawn, but you sat in a, like a roller coaster that took you through these this cave system, and you had to shoot like the things that came up on screen to make you survive. Yeah, and it, so it was so it was on, it was quite literally on rails. You were in a yeah. roller coaster. That sounds amazing. But, <laughs> yeah, it was a VR game, so it, it's on PlayStation VR. So yeah. why aren't they AAA? Like why are, why aren't they earning the big bucks? Why is it the last? <laughs> well, give me a Last of Us rail shooter game. That's what I want. I mean, no one wants... I mean, I think it's a very niche thing, the railway shooter at yeah. this point. Gosh. I, I wonder, I generally wonder if like the generation after us ever played rail shooters. I doubt oh, it. Oh, I, I mean... Because oh. uh, uh, like, I, I think we were probably the last generation to bother even seeing those sort of cabinets and going to the cinema. Like, my local... My cinema now doesn't even have an arcade section to it like the oh, old ones used so to. Tragic. My bowling alley does. Oh, actually, I don't remember. I've not been to bowling at me in forever. Yeah. So it's. <laughs> so I, I, that's why I, don't, I just don't think they would sell. I think on the nostalgia side, they would sell. But yeah. on a, hey, a resurgence, isn't there going to be a lot of cool stuff? I don't think they're. Don't think Witcher will come back, I'm afraid, George. I'm but afraid I think the prices. VR space might be a cool place. <laughs> I want to play Tankwise. It's really bad. Honestly. <laughs> it makes me sad because, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's where the nostalgia kicks in, obviously, isn't it? I, yeah. I think mm. fondly of like, even like last year when things opened up slightly, there's a cool uh, arcade in Birmingham and it literally has like Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Time Crisis, Mario Kart, like Guitar Hero 3, like all these other like arcade kind of games. And I was, yeah. had Tekken 2, mate, it was sick. And I was like mm. playing, I was playing Time Crisis and I was like, mate, this, this is such a nice experience. Mm-hmm. Like, the arc, the death of the arcade. When you said that earlier, Luca, my heart shattered mm. into like a million pieces. Just go to Blackpool. They've got a big arcade there. No, but Blackpool ev- sucks. Everything <laughs> there was stuck in the seventies. Yeah, <laughs> they only just got trains. It's a whole thing. <laughs> they don't even have Wi-Fi. Exactly. <laughs> I love that trains, Wi-Fi. There's no literally no in between. But yeah, I, I, I think it's cool that they're bringing this back and it's definitely like a dip in the toe in the waters because the Switch with their controller would be the, kind of the best place yeah. but other mm. than VR. I agree. I am. It would be interesting to see if this actually sells and if it sells well. And if it does, maybe maybe your dream will come true, George, and there will be more of them. Just write Let's a letter go. to Namco, Bandai Namco, be like, Mr. Bandai Namco, <laughs> please time crisis Nintendo Switch, question mark, love heart. <laughs> <laughs> from George <laughs> DM cease and desist stop sending me emails I, I like the fact that George wrote that in his left hand just so it's like kind of fucked up handwriting like a kid yeah. wrote it and like oh this like, child pretty please Mr. Namco from G kisses I, I'd love it if I was actually left handed so I could call you guys out for being dicks but I'm right handed so. ah. oh. yeah I don't know. Uh, that was pretty much the the indie showcase. Yeah. Mm. Overall, do you think it was a good showcase, or was it kind of one that left a bit lacking? It kind of echoed the sentiment that I had earlier, which was I'm you know I I like the idea of indie games. I think they're very cool, but I don't think mm-hmm. they. Mm. 
tickle my pickle too well. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> George, I mean, kids are listening they to don't this, man. Indie him. <laughs> oh my god! Oh god! Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I, I think that's like we said, that's absolutely fair. But Sully, no, yeah, I more th- it was indies? cool. Um, I liked it. There were some cool games that I want to pick up. I feel like maybe it's just because I haven't played Oxen Free, it, so it didn't feel like there was this one big bang. I think uh, Amy, who has played Oxenfree, loved it, and I know the chat went a bit nuts. Mm, so yeah. that, so may maybe that was supposed to be the big bang, and people who are more adept to indie games were like, "Yeah, this was sick." So yeah, yeah I think you're right. I think our, our slightly tepid reaction to that that final punch yeah. was probably an outlier. If you were an indie person, yeah, you were like, I'd agree. "Fuck yeah, give me more of that shit." So yeah. yeah. By all means, I'm I'm really happy that they made an Oxen Three Two, and I'd always keep my eye on on indie shit as it comes out because I mean there's some really cool creative stuff going on there. That's true, exactly. Although, Give me that twelve minutes. Although there is a distinct lack of indie fighting games, which there is, makes me yeah. Sad. But I feel that would be something that would lean towards um, like indie developers. Because you can make a very compelling fighting game and have it not have to be too heavy of a workload to be able to make it. Like a 2D, like a really in-depth 2D, like almost old school looking fighting game. Mm-hmm. Like Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Style. Yeah. And you also wouldn't have to have the biggest cast. Exactly. You know, like games like Mortal Kombat and Tekken have mad, mad sized casts, but you have six fighters in an indie fighting game if it's a really good fighting game with some depth yeah, George man. would that be appealing to you for sure man for George, sure let's, let's make it mate I'm you learn to code you. because <laughs> I have no time for that okay I'll, I'll do the I'll do the coding I'll do the game design I'll do the yeah. characters yes I'll do the okay. animation as well yeah um, okay I'll uh, I'll do the voice acting for all the characters even the female oh, yeah. ones actually yeah that's okay, actually cool. a good shout yeah. Mm. Um I um that's I think that's it. Oh, I'll, I'll do the soundtrack. I don't need I'll, Luca okay, I'll, I'll write a uh, me and Luca will get together and write like a okay story mode. Don't even make it okay, just make it passable. Yeah. Passable. Yeah. Like three hours you know max. Yeah. yeah. Less. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> I'll do the mocap for you. I'll, I'll I'll put on some bubbles and like jump around and you can record that. that that'll help, right? Yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean you can do that. I might not use it. But yeah, no, that's fine. That's, that's cool, bro. Let's do it. Easy. Uh, so yeah, um, we'll get this out in a couple of weeks. So listeners, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be prepared It'll to be a game jam for us. Oh yeah, game <laughs> No, I, I know there's lots of effort that goes yeah, into yeah. making a really good fighting game, but for sure, it would be cool to see an indie studio tackle that kind of stuff and bring it into mm. that landscape. Yeah, I agree. Because I mean, since we're talking about fighting games, George, FGC news. What's but going I'm, I'm, on in the world of the FGC? I'll be real. Uh, there's not there's not loads this week. No, it's just stuff that fine. I've just picked up. Um, there mm. is, I think, the main one, the main one that I would like to talk about, which you guys saw too, was um, Ryu and Chun Li are now in a Power Rangers game. Yes. Yeah. So when you sent this link over, I had no idea what this Power Rangers game was. So what is this Power Rangers game for more people like me? Oh, God. Let me think. Uh, it's a fighting game. That's one. 
cool. with the Power Rangers IP. Ooh, so proper like tokusatsu kind of feeling, mm-hmm. you know, the Japanese Megazords, all that sort of stuff. Um, I think cool. it's a three on three, or you can mm-hmm. choose. You can choose how oh, many okay. fighters you have on your team, but it's usually oh. limited to three. This kind of reminds me of Skullgirls in a way. Okay. Okay. Do you mean three on three, like the Marvel vs. Capcom, where you have three in your roster and swap between, or is it three players versus three players? Three on your team, not three players. So you change your leader. Okay, cool. Mm. Yeah. They'll jump in. Uh, so you pick like an, a point character and anchor and like yeah. the middle supports and stuff. You can call support. Okay. It's it's a lot like a like a Marvel versus Capcom or even Dragon Ball so Fighters. Seen, yeah, to an extent. So like fighters. Yeah. Cool. Um, and uh, I I don't know where the law comes in here, right? I don't know where the lore is where Chun-Li and Ryu are actually there. Like, But I think a year ago they were in a mobile game yes, that was yeah. linked to Capcom. And like Ryu had like that cool like helmet that he's got in the game yeah. and he's got his classic red bandana and Chun-Li looks the same and all this sort of stuff. And um, mm. yeah, like I said, I said to these guys, I was like, oh, you know, I've I've seen Battle for the Grid around like quite a lot, I, but I've never had the incentive to play it. I think this is a really good incentive for yeah. people who would like to get into uh, Power Rangers to play it now because you know Ryu and Chun Li, <laughs> Ryu and Chun Li are just you know OG fighting game characters. Yeah, yeah, and I guess I don't know how the game plays, but if those characters play similar to the way that they play in Street Fighter, it makes that barrier of entry really quite easy for someone like you who has played a bunch of Street Fighter. Yeah. So you can jump right in and kind of feel like you can be competitive rather than having to start from the bottom. Yeah. But starting from the bottom is part of the fun as well. No, we're here. Fair I enough. I mean, for me anyway, like, yeah. I remember picking up, um, I bought Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and I was like, oh, I know how to play as Ryu and Ken and Nakuma. I already know. And I tried to do a move and I was like, how do you do like this air combo? Like this doesn't make any sense. Like they didn't have air combos in Street Fighter 4. Why am I, what's going on? What's this down triangle stuff? But that's like a super hit in like Mortal Kombat. That doesn't, that doesn't make sense. So it's a huge curve, man. Fighting games have curves, but mm, they all yeah. ultimately have the same um, philosophy behind them mm-hmm. when you get into mm. it. That's cool. But yeah, that was, so, the, that was the power for the battle for the grid stuff. Ouch. You're going to give that game a go then? I think so. I think I should. Mm, I think it would be worth it. It might tide me over until uh, Guilty Gear comes out in June. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Got a little bit of time to kill. Yeah. They get released in May. I can't remember the date specifically, but Mm -hmm. which is close. May is so close, man. What is going on? Also, there's a hell of a lot coming out in May, which is quite exciting for us doing this podcast because there'll be a lot to talk about. That's true. Which I'm I'm excited about. There'll be a lot of news. Um, (laughs) <laughs> a lot, lot of news, but also a lot of games that like I, I'm very much looking forward to play. So, uh, New Pokemon yeah, Snap, let's go. <laughs> keep subscribed if you're listening for, for more of this. Mate, um, June is going to kill me, I swear. Like mm-hmm. The amount of games coming out in June, it's unfair. Honestly, it feels like it's been quite a dull start to the year, yeah. but mm. it's about to really ramp up and it doesn't look like it's going to slow down unless a bunch of games get delayed. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, which is great. It's great that uh, we're getting a bunch of games as we're allowed to leave our house. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, is, absolute yeah. bullshit. <laughs> I know. But, oh well, that is that is life. If you want something to I tide mean. you over until then, Balance Wonderworld. Let's go. Oh, oh God. Oh, Jesus. 
Jesus. Game. Trash. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I have actually been playing Destiny 2. I yeah. know. Big news. No one you would have You play Destiny 2? I know. Oh, my God. Destiny. I doubt How'd you more than Anthem go? Oh, don't you dare. <laughs> All right. Uh, no. So I play a lot of Destiny 2. Uh, I, I love Destiny 2. It's the game that during all of what's gone in the world has kept me kind of in contact with close friends uh, mm. that I live near. And that's the game that kind of we play every few days together. What normally happens for us is there's four people in our clan yeah. is we play everything. Yeah. And then we hit max level. We do the Grandmaster Nightfalls and stuff. But we don't do the raids mm-hmm. because there's you need six people to do a raid. Yeah. There's only four of us. And we're not we're not the most kind of outgoing, hey, let's find random people to play with. Yeah. We like to just hello, hang and chat hello, between sir. ourselves. Um, do you mind? Can I have some more, please? What's that? More people to do the raid, sir. More? <laughs> yeah. Um, but we, one of our friends who's had a bit more time because he's a teacher and he was off for the past couple of weeks, dived in to play, start playing a couple of the raids. And a couple of days ago, we finally played the... Deep Stone Crypt Raid. It's mm-hmm. the raid that came out with the Beyond Light expansion that released back in November. And it's really fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's like raids are a really cool part of Destiny. In Destiny 1, there were six of us that used to play together yeah. so we could raid more often. We didn't have to look for other people. Yeah. And we played pretty much all of them. And that's where they really, their, their design team know what's up. Yeah. They have some really cool mechanics that they introduce at the start and those mechanics just develop as the raid progresses on and there's like a version of it normally at the end of the raid which we'll have to like bound together and do. And it's a similar sort of thing in here where they have roles that they introduce in the first area. So you have one person that has to look at what someone below has to shoot and you call it out. It's all about communication. Yeah. And then the second time another role is introduced. So you have someone that is stunning the boss so the person that can call out what needs to be carried to a location to the other people that carries it it's all very mm-hmm. complicated but when you're doing it it makes sense yeah. and it's the part of Destiny that I really fucking enjoy playing mm-hmm. I didn't realise how much I enjoy playing until we did this um, and really truly the reason I wanted to talk about this is not the fact that I've done it it's the fact that we were sherpered through it so a guy that runs it a bunch mm-hmm essentially taught us the raid so we spent a couple hours and he was kind of like yeah I do this he literally before he jumped on to do it for us he did it with another clan and taught them this raid and once we were done he was was lined up to do it for another person and that is the way that he likes playing Destiny where he likes teaching people this end game content and that's literally how we were spending his Friday he had a day off work and was spending it just kind of running it with people he was the nicest fucking guy he was like he just explained it he was super patient and there's something about that community in Destiny and I've experienced it a few times when we've done these mm-hmm. sort of raids or we need other people that they are always really open to helping out. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I I always hear that there's always subsects of every community that are dicks and they're like, you have to be the best or we're yeah. not playing with you kind of thing. But I've found so many people within the Destiny community that is super helpful and just wanna want other people to have fun so yeah. are willing to teach them so they have fun. And... Yeah, it's it's something that if you are looking for a game or you're a bit like me where you play Destiny but you don't really do the raids, mm. it's it's worth finding a Sherpa. It's mm. worth just putting it because on the Destiny app, there's the let's LFG section to find people to help out. And once it's all, you could tap on the thing, invites everyone to the team. It, it's nice and streamlined. Yeah. 
yeah, if you have a couple hours and you haven't done it yet, definitely give that raid a go. It's probably the easier one that I've played, and it's it's really fun, and it will get you ready for the class war that's about to start next week. So, oh my gosh. last year, Destiny, for their summer event, introduced what they call the Guardian Games, uh-huh. where it was a tournament where it was the Titan class against the Hunter class against the Warlock class, mm-hmm. the three classes in Destiny. And you essentially had to compete for what class is the best class. It's literally a class war. And last year, the Titans won. Fuck you, Titans. Hunters are going to win this year. But they explained what the... they've. It, it, they developed this concept a bit further. So there's going to be a playlist where you can specifically get teamed up with people who are the same class as you. So you yeah. can run stuff. And the more you do, the more points you earn for your class as a whole. And every day there's this area in the social space that has a grid that goes up and yeah. shows what class is ahead. And the the class that wins the next day have a penalty against them. And the class that loses oh, next wow. day has a buff to try and keep it competitive. Oh. And it's, Really fucking fun, and for about two days, for about two weeks straight, when this is on, the Reddit becomes the most angry place. But in like the most comically angry place, it's like like people are like we always joke that the um the Titans are just apes running around with shotguns, and that just goes hard because wow. they they say the whole point of Titans is kind of like you just like punching stuff. You, there's there's no brains in between. They just punch and shoot. Where like the hunters are always. They're like the little emo boys you know, up in the corner. And I am a hunter, so it fits. Um, and the warlocks are the nerds that just read in the library. Um, Is, uh, but it's, it's, it's a really fun kind of way of, you know what, put all that <clears throat> pissed off shit and just have fun with it. And I really like that they do these seasonal challenges, but the fact that they literally do a class war every yeah. summer, it's insane. That's mad. And I love it. Does, but, sorry, does Destiny work rock, paper, scissors style where the hunt is more effective against... No, it's just... No, different there abilities. No yeah, so uh, the actual shooting mechanics, yeah. they're the same no matter okay. what class you are. It's just what powers you mm-hmm. have, essentially. And so the hunters have a dodge where the titans can drop a shield down okay. and the warlocks can drop a, a rift down that heals or boosts oh, their I damage. See. So there's, there's those sort of things and the supers are all different. But from an actual gunplay mm-hmm. side of things, it's so, all very okay. much the same. Okay, which is cool. which is why I enjoy it so well. Yeah. It's not just like I can only go after Titans. Mm-hmm. It's fuck it, I can just, I can kill everything. Yeah. Um, I'm very interested to see who wins this year. There was lots of contra- controversy last year, so uh, we'll see. <laughs> there was a lot. I love like, the first day, the stats came in, and the hunters were just far and away ahead of everyone. So they nerfed the hunters. Like they they owned like half the points. Oh, I see. And then the Titans just stomped into the lead, and we were like, "Fuck you." Yeah. We want to win this this year, so uh, yeah, uh, I like that. I, that I like I like it too. It's something that they drop in between, like for all the different seasons, and it's kind of it keeps the game feeling fresh yeah. and something to do, and it gives you new quests to do during this period. And if you're not taking part of it, it doesn't penalize you for it. Mm. It's just you know a nice thing for the diehard yeah. to play it a lot, mm. which I'm one of. Nice. Good bit of fun, and uh, yeah, if you're out there, any hunters, mm-hmm. please please play, <laughs> please play. And uh, any Titans, it's fine. Just go outside, drink a beer. No, you don't need to play it. It's, it's cool. <laughs> Hate you, Titans. It's fine. My best friend's a Titan. Lol. Are you all right, mate? What's going on? <laughs> no. No, no. I want to win this year. It's him. But anyway, that's me for the Destiny talk. Sully, you played a little bit of... Little, you, that, you, you poked a little finger or two into Oddworld today. Yeah, I, I, I was telling George I played it at like two in the morning. 
uh, yesterday for a couple hours. Mm. Um, so I think we've all dabbled at varying you know. lengths. None of us have dabbled a lot. You've probably played the most out of all of us. Oh, have I? And wow. I mean, I, I played the first level and I got halfway through the second oh, level. Oh, uh, and... by the first level, do you mean the tutorial? Yeah. Okay, so we played about the same because <laughs> I got halfway okay. through the post-tutorial level and mm. then I was like, uh, you know what? This looks lovely. Like, especially, mm. okay, the CGI stuff looks lovely. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, the animation's pretty yeah. cool, isn't it? The animation's and... cool. Uh, I like the little odd world people. Um, mm. Abe, you know, he's Abe. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know, man. It felt clunky. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah and it felt like I was playing an old game that had a really nice coat of paint. Yeah. For a side scrolling platformer, I'm like, uh, eh. Can you explain that? Uh, it, it was eh. just like, um, I think George brought up earlier. Stuff like having to throw water bottles to put out fire. Um, mm. The It was so confusing. Like, for some reason, it felt really confusing where I had to aim with my right analog stick and throw with the right trigger. But, like, it wasn't very accurate. So if you moved your right analog stick a little bit too much towards you, you'd look down. I'm like, no, I just yeah. I want to bring it closer to me. Mm. Yeah, I, I found the same thing. It's like, I, I, I instinctively kept trying to hold down the left trigger to aim the water bottle yeah. to throw. And it didn't work. You just had to use the stick, which made it feel very cumbersome. Yeah. And there was like little bits and pieces like that where I get what they were going for. And maybe that's how the old game is played. Mm-hmm. But it felt like it should have been modernized a bit. Yeah. Because it, it made me, it, it felt a bit clunky for me. And the, 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 the biggest thing that kind of got me was the weird disparity between the aesthetics and the tone of the overall story itself, mm-hmm. where like you look at it and I was playing and it's lots of slapstick jokes. And I yeah. think, oh, this is just a bit of fun kids game. And then in the opening cinematic, it's kind of like, oh, shit, they're coming. Duck down. And you're like, it felt so <laughs> disjointed. It was like, oh, yeah, I'm this weird little dude that's rolling around. And then yeah. it's like the for the second cutscene is like, and now we've got to take them back as our slaves. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, I mean, I, it's, 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 a, it's a heavy story, but the aesthetic when you're actually playing in the game and it's all kind of like, oh, 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 doesn't really I mean. work for me. <laughs> like you're rolling up in a little ball and you're meditating to move stuff with your mind. And it's kind of like yeah. the little alert comes up. It's like, oh, oh, they found me. I need to sneak away. Yeah. And the sneak animation is so... Like it reminds me of like Tom sneaking away from Jerry. Yeah, and mm. you defeat it's... you defeat bad guys by wrapping them up in tape, but you only yeah. get a little bit of tape. Oh yeah, you you throw a little <clears throat> bottle at them and set them on fire. Oh, yeah, like, There's you know what? I didn't here. try that. <laughs> it's 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 weird, and it's like I know there will be people that absolutely love it, and that's great. I think it's there's there's lots of kind of nostalgia for Abe. Yeah, yeah, and this is a new one. For me, it, it didn't really hit. It didn't really hit that mark. I I really liked the trailers beforehand with what I was yeah. seeing, and then I started playing the game, and it felt super disjointed. And that's when I dropped off. Yeah, yeah. I I I I wish it didn't feel that way, but that's just me. Yeah, I just 
I was expecting the game to be a little bit relaxed. Really? Like I, 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 my only memory of Oddworld is years and years ago watching my brother play it on either the PlayStation One or PlayStation Two, very yeah. early. So maybe my cons- my concept of Oddworld is a little bit r- wrong. But I was like, you know, kind of like Lemmings, but with bad guys that will yeah, that's what that I was will expecting. like kill you. So it's like Lemmings, but hard. Um, hmm. But it was just, I know the tone fell off. The mechanics were a little bit clunky. I kept on dying, and every time in the tutorial, and I was like, I'm gonna stop playing this. I'm gonna stop playing this. But I was like, we've got the yeah. podcast tomorrow. I'm gonna get through it a little bit, <laughs> but. Like a little bit into that first proper level of my nap. I'm, I'm good, man. Did you get to the point where they were like teaching you how to sneak? Yes, yeah. Was like, it was yeah. The, it was the that sneaking. Bit I was like, pissed fuck me this. off. So it, it doesn't really. It, it says this is how to sneak, but it doesn't really show you how to sneak. Yeah. It just says hold a button and they can't hear you. And then every time I dropped down, they were like, ah, oh, he's mm. here, shoot, and then I'm dead. It's like, well, what do I do? And I I literally looked up online. A, a walkthrough for it and you have to get to it you have to like drop down and climb down rather than drop it off the side but it doesn't teach you that it doesn't teach you any of those mechanics it just it feels like if you had played those games before you would know exactly what to do but it wasn't prepared for people that had never played those games yeah to have to learn those mechanics and, um, and it, it didn't like do it in stages where this is how you sneak and now sneak past this type of enemy and now this is a new enemy to kind of yeah. throw into the banners it would just sneak go for it here's the deep end and and that's absolutely fine. It's just not for me, especially in this kind of game where I I, just, I wanted to kind of get further and get it see something interesting. And it felt like I was still being taught. I feel like the shit. story is like I feel like how how long has this game been out? A week or two. Okay, give it another week or so. There'll be like a cut down on YouTube of all the cutscenes yeah. and stuff. I would I would a hundred percent sit and watch that because I feel like that story would be interesting. I like I want to know what the shiny thing Aber's looking at is. Yeah, like, I will gladly do that, but I I'm not going to play the game. Yeah, George, you've been kind of quiet. I know you've only dabbled a little bit in this, like even less than I have. <laughs> Well, I, you said you, you played five minutes and bailed out. Why did you bail out? I bailed out because, to echo the sentiment of the indie game thing, mm. it's not my game. This isn't my yeah. game. And it's where, like, my respect comes in for people who did play Abe's Odyssey and stuff. And, like, yeah. you know, I can't remember what the, the other games were, the other Abe games. But um, I can't remember either. New and Tasty? New and Tasty? So, I think that was, yeah. like, the remaster of, like, everything, right? Yeah. Or was that the sequel? I, I don't so. even know. They're, I don't they're know. all on yeah. sale on the Switch at the moment. Oh, mm. good. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I, I picked it up and I was like, some of the nostalgia kicked in. I was like, oh, I remember Abe's Odyssey. I played it on the PS1. I'm going to yeah. mm. give it a go. And it was literally like, I, I spent I spent two or three minutes trying to figure out <laughs> how to throw the water bottle. And I was like, Hang on, wait, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, why isn't it throwing? And it sort of like, said like, oh, you got a whole triangle to equip it. And it's like, but there's like a whole sub menu of like, if it, it, it made more sense to like press start, go to the menu and then equip it. And then I'll be able to use it as opposed to just like, yeah. oh, just hold triangle. But you didn't say that. And I'm like, 
it's just and at that point I was like no nah, I'm going to bed no nah, I'm done yeah it's, yeah. it's late it wasn't even uh, late I'll be honest the only reason I kept on playing was that I need to be awake for another hour so <laughs> I was, I'll keep on playing also, it's Fair. really weird. It feels like they didn't optimize it extremely well for the PlayStation because there were a lot of yeah. like, like I'm playing, then it's a, it's not even a fade loading to black. Screen. Yeah, it's a cut to black, then a loading screen, then a cut to black, then a cut scene, then a cut to black, mm. then I'm playing. And it's like the PS5 is powerful enough for you to be able to like pan away from me to go into your cut scene and then pan back. Mm. Yeah, I was like, I, I mean, even the PS4 playing a game, I know it's a far bigger shooter, but you play something like Uncharted 4 mm-hmm. and they just, the camera pans straight into the cutscenes yeah. and it does this thing and it loads in the background yes. while the cutscene's running because it's designed to work that way. There was, there was so much stopping mm. and starting, like you said in this, where there's a loading screen and then a cutscene plays and those cutscenes are pre-rendered cutscenes. Yeah. They're not in real time. So you can absolutely load in the background the next level so it's ready to go, but but they don't yeah. and there's just another big old and it's not it's weird the loading screens aren't long but they feel long for the PlayStation yes. 5 mm. especially coming off of games like Dark Souls sorry um, Demon Souls and Miles Morales stuff which were made for the PS5 and this game was put out as a as a PS5 game it has haptic rumble yeah. it has the triggers it has all that kind of shit mm. but it feels like I was playing an older game mm. because of this kind of structural way it was kind of loaded yeah. in which I found very strange yeah, that yeah, kind of that's, that's a, it was giving me off a little bit. I felt that that I think compounded. Like, oh, don't I'm not going to play this entire game if it's going to be like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have heard good things about like the levels get more visually yes. interesting and more mechanically interesting later Trailers on. Trailers look so. It's, <laughs> yeah, so I think it's just one of those games where it has a really crap start. Yeah. And you got to get by a crap start. And that is a big fucking hurdle for, I mean, the opening should really draw you in. And if it doesn't, exactly, exactly. you're going to get people jumping I will off. Watch, I, I, I'll watch an Odd World movie, sorry. bro. Give me that instead. Yeah. 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 And, and I'll be honest, I don't know if I really care that much about Odd World. I just, I, I was, I was just like, oh yeah, sick. Odd World's back. That's kind of, I was hoping like, yeah, man, Odd World is back. But then it was like, I, I remember playing a, a Nodwell game on my Vita. It was called Stranger's Path or something like that. And it wasn't Abe, it was this hunter. Mm-hmm. And it was still under the Oddworld banner. And I was like, Oddworld is Abe. Why is Abe not yeah. in this? Why is it a very different mm-hmm. thing? And apparently the whole idea of Oddworld was going to be these multiple different series mm-hmm. that intertwined and it. It obviously didn't happen yeah. and didn't really work well. Um, and this new Oddworld is a sequel to the first Oddworld which is partly a remake of the second Odd World. Oh, I'm all right. Okay. And, that, but, and that, that's the mad part. It's kind of like, it's been this long without an Odd World. Why not just do a really decent kind of soft reboot as a great introduction yeah, exactly. for lots of people that have never played Odd yeah, World Yeah, exactly. And it feels kind of like it's the opposite of that, which is great, but I am, I can't imagine the fan base is a huge fan base which, if it's been this long between games. Would you say it's kind of odd that they did this? Oh, let's I mean, go. did the game release on PlayStation Plus? Yeah. Yeah. But only on PS Plus for the PlayStation 5 version. Yeah, P- true. PS4 version wasn't, mm. neither was the PC or anything like that, mm. obviously. So, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, 
please write in if you're a fan of Oddworld and you're like, oh my god, you guys, it's a fucking great game because yeah. Oddworld's great. Please do write in at bonusagefeedback at gmail.com. It'd be cool to hear kind of some other takes on this. I think it's just we're all similar, like-minded in this occasion where it's just not for us. Yeah. I've got an idea. Okay. Idea time. Oddworld. Mm. Battle Royale. Let's go. And on that note, <laughs> thanks for listening to the Bonus Stage Podcast. Um, Sully, uh, I'm not going to tell people where to find you because that was, that was horrible. George, where can they find you, you buddy? You can find me at PaperThinGeorge on Twitter. Lovely. Uh, Fuck it, Sully, where can they find they you? You can find me at Sully Iqbal on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and I think that's it. I think that's it too. <laughs> uh, you can also find us at Bonus Stage Pod. On Twitter, yeah, uh, all these things are in the old the description of the episode. Uh, if you like this, share us with a friend. It'd be great to kind of grow the uh, the listenership, if possible, because the more the merrier, and the more people listening, the more feedback we get, and the the better we do. More- um, let us know if you like kind of what we've done today, where we kind of shook up the the format a little bit. Um, and yeah, we can catch you next week, I assume. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. So, mo- yes. Mostly, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 You've yeah. thrown me yeah. off now yeah. saying that. Oh. I'm gonna yeah. go. <laughs> I'm gonna struggle to throw a drink at fire. I'm gonna go uh, enjoy my birthday. Is it your birthday today, George? Not today. It's on Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was like, it's uh, not your birthday today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, was, I start to feel really bad. It's like we haven't said no, happy birthday to George. It's not his birthday. Uh, just, uh, just saying. Anyway, who knows? This this doesn't come out on your birthday. Actually, I don't know what day these come out. It's the day before his birthday birthday comes out. Yeah. (sighs) Bye, Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs)